You're listening to Partnership Align Podcast, hosted by Ilana Israel. If you're a woman and you want to feel happier and more connected to your partner, and you're not afraid to do the inner work that it takes to get there, then this is the podcast for you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Partnership Align Podcast. I lost my voice just a little bit, so I'm going to sound a little bit different today, but it is all good. I'm actually really excited about today's topic because it's kind of the thing that got me into mental health to begin with. I mean, this concept that our adult relationships and experiences are a result of the relationships and experiences that we had growing up, I just find that fascinating. And since I work primarily with moms, a topic that comes up often is what our children learn about relationships from us. One of the biggest concerns I hear is, I don't want my kids to grow up thinking that this is what a healthy relationship looks like. In addition, having worked in mental health for quite a few years now, one of the things that was most fascinating to me when I was a therapist was the complexities within romantic relationships that stem from the relationship that person had with their parent. I mean, think about it. You could put two women in the exact same marriage with the same man, same kids, same house, all variables constant. But they would each be having a different experience based on their beliefs, their expectations, and their hangups, which all come from their childhood. Their thoughts about their husband would be associated with their thoughts about their father or mother or both. You get my point. So, As a mother, it is not lost on me how big of a responsibility I have to teach my son what a healthy relationship looks like. And I am fully aware, by the way, that I will somehow screw up my kid. (laughs) There's really nothing I can do about that, so I've made my peace with it, right? We all are going to screw up our kids. He's going to need to go through some hard things in order to become a wise, compassionate person. But if I'm conscious about my behavior with him and what I'm teaching him, then I can let go of how he will internalize it because I've done my part and I can't control his thoughts. So being an expert in relationships, I sat down to pick the three most important things that I'm teaching him, and I wanted to share them here with you today. Now, keep in mind, my son is very young. He's not even four years old yet. So we're talking about a toddler but I don't care. It's never too early. And by the way, when I say I'm teaching him these things, I don't mean that I'm just telling him. I mean, I'm acting them out in my dynamics with him. Okay, so let's get into it. The first thing that I'm teaching my son about healthy relationships is that it's okay to make mistakes and that we own those mistakes and communicate afterwards. I teach this in a couple of different ways. First of all, we literally have a children's book called It's Okay to Make Mistakes, and we read it every night. We talk about all the different kinds of mistakes that people can make and how good things can come from them. But more importantly, when I make a mistake, I tell him that, and I own it. I can give you all kinds of day-to-day examples, such as when a curse word slips out, or if I have to break my word, or whatever it is. I tell him that I made a mistake and that I love myself anyway. I ask him how it made him feel, I acknowledge, and then I move on. But I'll tell you guys a little story. It's kind of vulnerable, but it's not the norm for me. But it really drives this point home. 
A few days ago, we had one of those days, and I know every single one of you that's ever had a toddler will understand what I mean when I say we had one of those days where every single thing that I asked him to do was met with a big defiant no. It started when I took him to karate and he decided he was just going to walk out of the class halfway through. Like he just walked out. He was like, I'm going home now. It was not funny in the moment, but now I kind of think it's funny. I kept my cool, though. I kept my cool. We went home and proceeded to have three full hours of him not listening to a single word I said. I don't know what was going on with him that day. He was rude, disrespectful, and kind of vandalizing the house a little bit. I had a private client at 8 p.m., and I needed him to go to bed on time in order for me not to be late, but his behavior was really driving a wedge into our otherwise smooth nighttime routine, and I was really starting to get ticked off. I definitely snapped a couple times. Then I was filling the bathtub for him when he walks into the bathroom, whips out his penis, and says, I'm going to pee in the bathtub. And I said, oh, no, you're not. You pee in the potty. And this child looked me in the eye and peed in the bathtub. And I lost my shit. I mean, I really lost it. I slammed the toilet cover down and screamed at him in a way I've never screamed at him. He legit looked scared and started to cry. And then, of course, I started to cry. It was quite a scene in that little bathroom. But anyway, I had to take full ownership of my behavior. I made a mistake. And it doesn't matter that he was acting like a little turd that day. I am the adult, and screaming at him like that is not aligned with the mother that I want to be. So I owned it. I apologized. I asked him how it made him feel, and we talked about it. I didn't say, I yelled like that because you weren't listening. I said, I yelled like that because I made a mistake. I'm sorry. I will try not to do that again. So let's translate this into adult relationships. When someone feels comfortable admitting they were wrong, apologizing, and then communicating about it, it makes all the difference. But if this behavior was never modeled for them growing up, then it just won't come naturally. So I'm trying to set him up for success. And to my future daughter-in-law, you're welcome, honey. The second thing that I'm teaching my son about healthy relationships is that no feelings are bad feelings. There are, of course, uncomfortable feelings, but I want him to make friends with all of them. This is something I started working on over a year ago when I started getting coached on all of my fears about my son growing up without his dad in his life. What my coach helped me see was that my fears and anxieties about my son's possible inner experience was more harmful than the actual experience of not growing up with a dad. What my coach said to me was, When he does eventually go through a grief process around his dad, he's going to come to you. So do you want to meet him with open acceptance of his process so that he can go through it? Or do you want to meet him with this tense fear you've got going on? Because that will signal to him that how he is feeling is not okay. So he will stuff it down and then later find a way to cope. And we all know all of the different issues that come from stuffing your feelings. That was life-changing for me. So I've decided that I am all in on whatever his process is, both with his dad and in everyday life. So if he's having a meltdown, I try my best to stay calm. 
When his big three-year-old emotions come out, I am very conscious to meet him with lots of love and acceptance. That doesn't mean he gets to do whatever he's tantruming about wanting to do, but it does mean that he's receiving a message that the feelings themselves are not a problem. So let's translate that to adult relationships. I continue to be fascinated by how many adults think that their feelings are not okay. I mean, I've literally had clients ask me if it's okay to feel the way that they feel. Listen, my friends, if it's true and authentic for you, then it is okay. Your feelings are here to tell you something. They are your friend. They're not always pleasant, but they are always informative. Imagine being with a partner who feels accepting of his own feelings, which means that he can work through them, talk about them. That's the kind of man I'm trying to raise. And the third thing that I'm teaching him is that tone matters. It is not just about the words. It is about how you say them. When he is older, I'll teach him about energy and body language and all of that good stuff. But for now, since he's so little, I don't give him what he's asking for until he says please and until he says it in a nice tone. So I'll say, what do you want to say when he forgets to say please? And then he'll say, please. But if he says it in a really rude and demanding way, like please or something really whiny, then I say to him, and how do you want to say it? And he will fix his tone and gently say, please. I want him to learn that tone matters. And I will continue to teach him that as he gets older because it will serve him. We all respond well and feel more comfortable opening up to someone who meets us with an approachable, loving tone. So I'll just end by saying that, no, I'm not crazy. I do realize that he's very young and that he's not making the connection. But I am. I know what it takes to have a healthy relationship, and I know the power that I hold as the main relationship in his life. That being said, if you feel like your kids are not seeing a healthy model for relationships, either between you and them or what they're witnessing between you and your partner, let's talk. Doesn't matter how old they are. Even if they're teenagers, you can still turn this thing around. There's actually more value in kids seeing an unhealthy relationship become healthy than to never see an unhealthy relationship at all. So scroll down to the show notes, schedule a free call with me, and let's come up with a plan to bring healthy relationships into your home and into the lives of your family. Have an amazing week, you guys. Talk soon. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, then show some love, rate the show, and leave a review. And take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, and tag me at Partnership Aligned. And don't forget to check the show notes for your free copy of my 21 questions that will bring you and your partner closer than ever. If there's one thing that I want you to get out of this show, it's that a healthy relationship, it always starts with a healthier you. 